0: The thing that Kat doesn't understand Gem, yeah. I do the editing for FemFM. If I didn't do the editing for FemFM, Femme, it would literally sound like this Hi guys, welcome to FemFM. Am I really breathing? Not just you, both of us. I could do a deep cut of FemFM where it was literally. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like we all the episodes, and I'm like, wow, this is so fluid. There's no awkward silences. I listen back, and it's just like, oh, hi. You know what you are.
1: Say it
2: out loud. Say it.
3: MFM.
4: Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a Delulu episode. So a fun what time fun. is
0: it right now? We're late night Femme Femming it this it's week. 10 PM. It's 10pm. It's 10pm. I have got work at nine in the morning and I'm going straight home after that. Home to South London, where I'm from. Yeah, but I have know brunch them.
4: tomorrow. And and Kat has <laughs> brunch <laughs> have tomorrow. Brunch. Okay, we've got really important things tomorrow. You've been working all day, I've been lying in the grass. Guys, I got a new job thing today
0: too. I got a place on this curator program that I'm really excited about where I get to do some curation of digital art in a really cool space and they've got like hollowed out swimming pools because it's like an old, like, baths and it's just really cool and I get to do some cool art and we're excited about it basically we're really sleepy yeah like oh god I'm fucking knackered but guys 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 I think put this episode on when you're going to bed and we'll have a little low energy FMFM together
4: yeah we do, bear in mind we do have some quite like high energy songs we have some pre slay songs yeah we were gonna play um oh no no spoilers no spoilers
0: let's kick off
4: with our song choices this week because we've got another
0: theme for our first picks of the songs this week.
4: We're gonna do like a themed pick as like the first songs of an episode. So we started Um, with comeback songs. Then last week we did songs about sisterhood and this time we're doing um like the best songs we've seen live.
0: And we're starting off with my song this week it's one of those cheat songs where it's like okay there's, there's men in this band but it's fronted <gasps> by a woman and she's the coolest she's one she's so fucking she's, cool that makes us so cool um, I am playing a song called Borderline With My Atoms by a band called Hiatus Coyote who I was lucky enough to see live in Brixton Academy RIP in uh, November last year oh god yes it's still closed yeah I don't know what's happened I think they're like currently in review about whether or not it's going to open I think at the moment it's been deemed like not suitable to open after the like incident the trampling incident Mm -hmm. where like three people lost their lives which is so like fair they really if they were to reopen would need to rethink so much it's sad because it's such a like powerhouse of music in London
4: yeah but yeah, did you just. The little ah. break, the little. Okay, the little break, the little <laughs> lapse in, you know, talking there was Sadie taking a little puff at her e lux vape, her sour I have apple I get E-lux my vape. of a day
0: Guys, I'm sleepy this
4: episode. <laughs> okay, I'm putting the vape away. I saw you reach for it and I was like, don't.
0: I, I think is it. I didn't do it on purpose. It's like breathing to me at this point. Breathing's not breathing if it doesn't taste like sour apples, but That's
4: the thing. Blue I cherry, left my bras,
0: ice or whatever. The fuck.
4: <laughs> Last time I was here to record, I left my tobacco here, um, and I was seeing you like w- a day after. So I had to go one note, day without smoking tobacco.
0: is bad. Don't do it. So is vaping. It's proper fucking Moorish. <laughs> proper morish. That's Moore-ish. government mandated. I literally
4: had no tobacco for a day And I bought a vape And not just any vape I bought a lost Mary vape And the I got rinsed at work Rightfully so I got a watermelon ice lost Mary vape Yummy though It was so good I can't can't even I'm, kind of, I'm not even going to deny it. It was fucking delightful. but We're real on Femme Femme this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was I saying about how this song...
4: <laughs> <laughs> you saw them at Brinkster's. Okay, so
0: I'm playing a song called Borderline With My Atoms by Haters Cody. They are a Melbourne-based band that genre-wise are kind of a mix of everything. They're like neo-soul, jazz, sometimes rocky. Um, I always describe them as one of those artists that's your favorite artist's favorite artist because they're like they're cool oh, like so cool. they're very cool and very and they're innovative also, they're so innovative like genre wise they kind of do everything and they do it so well and they also are sampled in so many things that are outside of their genre like i actually first heard hiatus coyote because their lead singer napalm was sampled in a drake song of all things when drake was in his british era It's on. It's so fucking random it's on the song more life and it just starts with a full like one minute from a hiatus coyote song in that way that drake does where he he's like i'm gonna sample and he just cuts copies the song. the song and i was like wow that drake song is so good <laughs> and then years later yeah, i heard this it's not a Drake. anderson <laughs> pack samples them beyonce samples them For like the grime fans out there, Ayrton samples them really randomly. But the lead singer is like the reason that I chose this song, Napalm. Because if anyone is a sick female artist, it is Napalm. She is vocalist, guitarist, and sometimes pianist for the band. Um, And she is just like the coolest cat, Taurus angel fashion icon. Like she's literally just who I want to be when I grow up um her solo stuff is also really amazing
4: i believe we played we played both hiatus coyote and napalm solo stuff so she's got one solo album needle
0: which is very different to hiatus coyote because they're so instrumental whereas this is really like stripped back kind of just just guitar and vocals but she's just like the most interesting vocalist ever Cause she sings, and you just have no idea what direction she's gonna go in. That's kind
4: of like artists unpredictable.
0: And she just says stuff, and you're like, <laughs> like, but it, like, she literally does like, like hiatus coyote lyrics will literally just be like, whole oh most um, those thing I've have ever sex.
4: heard. Yeah. What's the What's the animal?
0: Um. They're, one of their songs, "Shiver Is Not Dead, is about leopard slugs having sex. Mating
4: rituals, yeah.
0: Like, she just says stuff. And, like, if you were to just say it out loud, you'd just be like, what are you talking about? But she sings it so beautifully that you're like, that is so beautiful. You just say stuff. She just, like, you, gibberish has never sounded so good. She's got the most beautiful voice. And I love this song. And I decided to choose this song of all the songs of theirs I had performed live. Because it's about life being made up of molecular structure, it's called Borderline With My Atoms, it's about how we're all part of something bigger. And it's one of those songs that is just so beautiful and so loud and large that it makes you feel like you're just a tiny part of something so big and I love it so much. It's also, it meant a lot to me to see live because it's like the first song I ever taught myself to sing and drum at the same time. And so I was like, I heard it live and I was like, this is why I love music. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to just stop like babbling on and probably just hit my vape right now. And I'm going to play this song to you guys now. Here's Borderline With My Atoms by Hiatus Coyote from their 2015 album, Choose Your Weapon.
4: Stunning, like wow, Ethereal. all The back and mm-hmm.
0: as well. Like, this is why I found it so powerful mm-hmm. to hear live because it feels so like coral. Like,
4: is that how you say that word? I think it's coral. Coral's your, like, like mum's coral. Corals-, about that? coral's like what you get in the sea, not oh, what Nemo lives in. Well, that's an Coral
0: Coral's like what I get in your mum and now <laughs> I forgot what I was saying but well, what a beautiful song it was a pleasure to hear live it sounds really choral is what you were saying what a beautiful song it was a pleasure to hear live and also do you see what I mean about how like she could be saying anything and it doesn't really matter like it's so hard to distinguish lyrics with napalm sometimes I think her it vocals are matter. so
4: lyrical mm, they're so instrumental just sounds so good
0: yeah like the vocals are their own lyric because it's like she could say like I went to the shops and she'd be like It would take five bars
4: <laughs> Yeah It would take five bars ooh, 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 ooh. Where's she going? Where's she going? Are we ever going to find out? i me voice know each other <laughs> <I laughs> take to Tesco No, where? <laughs> when?
0: Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> what did you get? Who did you see? So, what's your favourite song you've seen live so, this week? So,
4: I had the pleasure of seeing Wise Blood in February this year um, on her um Hearts to Glow tour. Um but the song I've chosen, Ask I went with Curtis, right? Um, our pal. As soon as it she came last on stage. Week's former interviewee. As soon as she came on stage, I was in like literally I was weeping for the entire like hour <laughs> set. Like weeping And poor Curtis was like, Are you okay? Like do you need a hug? And I was like, no, it's actually a good thing that I'm crying. One of the most cathartic concerts I've ever been to. If you don't know Wise Blood, um she's an American musician from Pennsylvania. Um, she's super versatile. Like she was involved in the underground noise scene. Um, she's been a bassist for a band called Jackie o Motherfucker and a lead singer for a band called Sanitized. Fun fact, Sade. Mm. Wiseblood had a student radio show when she was at college. Oh, yeah, she geez. had her own show at the college radio station at Lewis and Clark College. Um, but she started releasing music as Wise Blue in 2011, and then she moved to LA after her first album. But the song I've chosen is from her 2019 album, Titanic Rising, which like really boosted her profile. It was like critically acclaimed. The way, like when I show people this album, I say to them, like, I ask them to like, guess when it was released, because I feel like the thing about this album is that it's so completely timeless. It sounds like it could be from like circa 1974. Mm. Um, but it was released in 2019 uh, And the song I've picked Is Movies um, Literally one of the most beautiful songs Of all time, one of my favourite songs of all time It is one of the most Emotional, gorgeous, ethereal songs Ever um, It's about her disillusionment with movies As a teenager and how she felt like They lied to her For context she grew up in like a super strict Religious household So I guess like had a lot of her upbringing from movies And then like, kind of leaving that Kind of religious side of your mm. upbringing and realizing that like real life isn't like the movies and the song is like put me in my own movie and I'll be beautiful and I'll be the star that I am. Um, it's a song of two halves. The first half is like underpinned by these like gorgeous synth arpeggios um, and then like there's this bit you'll know what I'm talking about when you hear the bit it just switches up inside like, this like you used this um, word um, last oh. episode cacophony. Um, it's the, the, the string cacophony. cacophony It's beautiful, it's cathartic I was sobbing And then when she was on stage When she performed this She had like this You know like um, when like the sun is hitting a swimming pool And like it has all those yeah. little like Because the album covers her underwater It's like little, the little uh, Yeah like wispy bits of water And she had that like projected onto her She was an angel It was one of the best nights of my life It was very needed in the time yeah. I was going through some like upset and you know not in a very happy place about me and being like loving and being loved and you know adolescence and youth and all the you know trials and tribulations of being a woman uh, and this concert was just so beautiful she's got one of the best voices I've ever seen live um I would highly recommend listening to this album and then she released an album last year called In the Darkness All Hearts Glow equally as stunning uh Wise Blood is a musician of a generation truly timeless and yeah this song Movies is stunning and it's one of the best songs I've ever seen live so yeah this is oh. Movies by wise blood.
1: This is how it feels to be in love This is life from above There's no blue
4: It. Is it true? Apparently. It makes no
0: sense. I don't How are they so gonna they- age them up? I don't think
4: I guess your like
0: any reason that any of these people would keep in touch later in life. Do you keep in touch with the people that traumatise you when you're at school? Are we recording? Yeah, I don't think i gonna use any of this. <laughs> but I'm one just... day maybe I'll do like a, an
4: outtake of, of curve or just yeah, maybe. This a b-roll, b-roll. So I need to eat this. Um. Which is a segment where we eat Pringles. Oh, we do well um, Hang on, wait, wait, wait.
0: Hang on. Oh god, i wait. I've got the headphones. I've got some in my lap. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think I'm not Pringled up. <laughs> <Bromble> <laughs> Call me Ollie Mertz. <laughs> 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 Pringles are in my lap.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Call me Ollie Man. There's Pringles in my lap. Yay. <laughs> Bars. Okay. Hey guys, today we're gonna. Oh, you've got to show it! No intro, need mm. Oh, sorry, what's wrong really with your off
0: mm. Alright,
4: already there. So
0: chivey. So I
4: breathe really heavily into the microphone now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing that Kat doesn't understand, Jeb, I do the editing for FemFM. If I didn't do the editing for Femme Femme, it would literally sound like this. Hi, guys. Welcome to Femme Femme. Am I really breathing? Not just you, both of us. I could do a deep cut of Femme Femme where it was just literally. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, we record the episodes and I'm like, wow, this is so fluid. There's no awkward silences. I listen no, no. and it's just like.
2: <laughs> Hi.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that because I want to keep this where it is, I like the fact that we just heard the most like gut-wrenching beautiful song ever. Oh. Just us going, call me Oli birds because I've got Prinkles in my lap. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was a huge. It's song. genuinely lovely and I nearly cried again. It was the best one of the best nights of my life. And I remember me and Curtis went to get Mackies Mackeys before we got our coach. And there was this guy who was standing in front of us in the gig and I like he came on his own. And he was in front of us and he saw us at Mackey's Right and he looked at me and I looked at him. And like both of us like had obviously been crying. He came to me, was like, <laughs> Were you guys just at the Wisebird gig? And we were oh. like, Yeah. He was like, Yeah, I've literally just stopped crying. I've been like ordering my Mackey's. has been like, Can I have a chicken <laughs> legend meal, please? That's a meat key. You should have gotten his contact info. Uh yeah, he was very sweet as well. Um If you're listening. Guy from... Guy from Wiseblood in the Manchester date in February. Uh, call me. My number is... O- <laughs> 0000. That is actually my number, Sadie. I'm giving you editing work to do. Don't say I don't treat you right. Wait, is that your actual number?
0: Yeah.
4: I'm going to replace that with some...
0: I'm just going to specifically find some tips of you breathing. And I'm going to edit that right onto that
4: spot. My number is... <laughs> <laughs> okay right we've got we've doing our you know you know the draw by now we're gonna do talk about some pop culture slays
0: um
4: what have we got don't worry
0: we will get to flops
4: so you brought up see i actually okay i your slay one of your picks is something that i've only seen on tiktok but it's one of those things where i know the plot even though i've only seen it on yeah. tiktok
0: it's one of those things where i've spoken to loads of people about it because i'm like please tell me you've watched this i'm obsessed and everyone's like well i've seen the tiktok clips like it's it's gone the key scenes have gone viral so everyone knows
4: vaguely what happened. i know the monologue off by heart you don't caught on we are talking about queen charlotte colon a bridgerton sorry, story sorry my old. Oh, <laughs> <work. laughs> sorry about the new series the new love story the social network
0: <laughs> oh my hoodie my no we're talking about queen charlotte the bridgerton spin-off i really like it I think it's so interesting, because obviously it is a Bridgerton spin-off and it's set in the Bridgerton world, but more so than the original Bridgerton series, which is obviously completely fictional, it is kind of grounded in the, the, the actual historical reality. The quote-unquote mad Prince
4: King George.
0: Yeah, like it is grounded in the actual reality of a, a mad King George. But also, very interestingly, like in the original Bridgerton series, it's like a magically diverse, like Edwardian society, and no one questions. No one it. questions, like like Hamilton. <laughs> but in this series, which is a prelude to that, it's like, oh, this is how the diversity takes place. But it's interesting because you're like, okay, that's the plot for the Bridgerton-esque part of it. But then recently, and more in more recent years, the dialogue around Queen Charlotte has been like, actually ethnically what was she or the real queen charlotte yeah because yeah. there's all these like uncovered portraits where it's like oh actually when you look at her hair texture in some of them and you look at her skin color in some of them and the clips from the show where like the her queen mother is being like paint her lighter and lighter it's like actually there is a lot of dialogue about whether or not she was what's the i mean they say of more blood
4: oh my god <laughs> It's a bit moreish Because we did um, We spoke yeah, about sure. this We spoke about this with Doctor Who And we were saying how Obviously now they've cast Shuty Gut Whereas the mm. Doctor Are they going to like When he goes back in time To the 60s Are they going to kind of Brush over it Or are they going to Actually address it I think it's very good That they have And it's very Because it is All well and good To be like Here's a completely diverse, um, like Georgian society. Let's not Mm. question it. But actually,
0: it's quite interesting to think about, like that, in a more accurate historical. Especially now, these characters,
4: if these characters are based on loosely, but based on reality. You know.
0: Also, fun fact about me and my thing is that. The reason I even watched Bridgerton in the first place is because my dad is in the first season Nepo of Bridgerton. baby! <laughs> I'm a Nepo baby bit for Bridgerton. But it is interesting, because my dad plays the Duke's butler, and he was like, on principle, I don't take roles where I play servants unless it's something like diverse and colorblind like this. Um, and also, it was just awkward for me, yeah. He's great in it, and he wears a funny little wig, and I love it, but as the Duke's butler, Every time there was a steamy sex scene with the Duke, who's who did they pan to for reaction shot? My dad in a steamy really? wig. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like, oh my like god, because the there were so many sex scenes, and it would be like the Duke really sticking. Oh, because they're like shagging in the library, and then and your then dad's it, like, just cuts like it outside the door, and my dad in a little wig is like side I eye. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> funny. I love it. But anyway, Queen Charlotte, I really like because also it's. Actually, a depiction. All right, car outside. Is a depiction of a love story that's really complex because of like mental health and how misunderstood mental health was in that historical context? Because you said you've seen like the last scene. Yeah. It's not necessarily a happy
4: ending. No, because he is like, because they like bound, like bind him and like do all this like fucked up mm. medical practice on him to like keep him sane and make him sane again. So they
0: like torture him out of what now people are like it's like likely he had bipolar disorder that descended into like Alzheimer's in his older years oh there's a name
4: I've done on my phone but there's a name of the illness that he apparently had it's like a actual like physical illness that like fucks with your brain chemistry mm. I forget what it's called it's like porphyria or something I don't and he's also Google just it.
0: very very inbred to be fair mm,
4: yeah <laughs> the odds are kind of stacked against him but the final scene
0: spoiler alert 'Cause it's a fr- it's it goes between flashbacks from the past and how they met to the present day of when Bridgeton from is Bridgeton, set when yeah, he's like old and lost his mind. And it's like them under the bed and he's like, Oh, like it's you like he has this like, Oh, you're it's you, my wife, we're a team when so much of the time he lives in a haze where he can't remember her and it's just so lovely and they just they just talk and then it shows them old and it shows them young and he's like, you didn't go over the wall and it made me sob.
4: Because I think that the, you didn't go over the wall isn't just because the, they meet when she's like being betrothed to him and she tries to escape by yeah. climbing at the wall and she's like, can you help me? to this man and he's like, why do you need help? And she's like, I'm trying not to marry the king and then he's like, ha I'm the king. I am the king. <laughs> I am the king. Um, so she doesn't go over the wall but then also it's the kind of the idea that even though like his health is declining and it's difficult to like maintain a relationship when someone is like in between reality she stuck by him because she loves him you know she didn't go over over the wall and the fact that she didn't escape their relationship in general it's just really sweet
0: also I wrote down because there's a quote I love from the show so much it's the last thing I'll say Um, it's when he speaks about his mental illness which is so misunderstood at the time and by him and he doesn't know how to explain it to her and he says in my mind, there are different worlds creeping in, and I just really liked that. I thought that was a lovely quote. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my sleigh, Slate recommendation, if you will. That's my yeah. sleigh recommendation.
4: God, where are the where are the Bridgerton men? Do you know what I mean? Yes.
0: Yeah, side note for the entire cast, need them all. All of them from, <laughs> from every season.
4: Jonathan Bailey and Bridgerton. Not from every two.
0: season my dad's in the first season cast
4: <laughs> <laughs> lady <laughs> don't look at me like, like I that. said the whole cast <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> hey hey you can't because after after the whole BDE saga read my lips only okay but no my bit, parents we're oh, listen to oh, your glasses oh. I will <laughs> if you <think laughs> can't have it um, but yeah I really like Bridgerton I like um I love like quote unquote trashy, like dramatic love stories. And your know Bridgeton does well, a great confession. Season one, I burn for you. Season two, mm. that is not far mm. enough.
0: <laughs> and then, like, you are every the fate of, of my existence. I have to love you desires.
4: Desperately. 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 My heart calls your name. Uh. Uh. Yeah, Take right. notes. It's it's
0: made my standards far so too much. high. I need someone to like.
4: I need a man to like declare in a dramatic monologue, wearing a funny little wig and a button down and pantaloons, how much he adores me. Thank you mm. very much.
0: I feel like that happens to me on the daily, and it's still not enough. <laughs> Do you have still the daily. I'm like literally always just trying to go about my business, and someone in a cravat will be like, "Oh, I'd kill myself." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Keep Christ. It all right what's our next slay of the week oh god what is it okay we should start asking on the instagram before filming if anything you want to discuss because we have
4: real hot takes we do have hot takes we're hot (laughs) take (laughs) 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 take one okay if you guys don't know if you're not aware if you're on the wrong TikTok for you page um because it's what mine is full of at the moment the queen herself, Beyonce, has embarked on the Renaissance World Tour. I've got mates that have seen her in so the So many my garden. friends went, Bastards. yeah. Um, but basically, if you guys don't know about Renaissance by Beyonce, it was her album that she released last year in Cred. And the thing about it is that it blew up. It's like so crazy cool. I'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, but... There were no visuals, no music videos, no outfits, no pictures, no nothing. Like, not even, like, a fun little clip art or, like, gif. No visuals. Which so wild for Beyonce. when you think
0: about, not even just Beyonce, but, like, the inspiration of the album.
4: Yeah, so she was like, no visuals, because apparently Renaissance is going to be, like, a two-part, three-part album series. So when this album came out last year, everyone was like, where are the visuals? And she was like, don't even worry, guys, I'm going on tour. And when I tell you... Beyonce came through with the visuals for the tour. There's like 10 outfit changes. There's like elaborate set designs. Like it's insane. And the thing I wanted to highlight about the Renaissance tour is the fact that the album Renaissance is like a total like genre mashup, but the main inspiration of Renaissance is like queer culture. and specifically, like black queer culture. Like, she talks a lot about, like, her Uncle Johnny, um, who's Aww, her gay uncle. Oh, okay. um, who, like, she talks about him, um, like, making her dresses. And even though it's made out of cheap spandex, like, she looks a mess, but, like, Uncle Johnny made this, so I'm gonna fucking work it. And considering that this is an album inspired by, you know, ballroom, disco, house, funk, soul, everything, um, she didn't come to play when it came to the tour she has got like her dancers she's like booked like superstar Vogue dancers like Honey Balenciaga, we've got Darius Hickman, Charles Basquiat, and Mari Marshall, to name a few. Um, Honey Balenciaga, if you don't know who she is, she is an incredible ballroom dancer. She's been on the show Legendary, which is like a ballroom Vogue competition. She's a trans woman, she's a trailblazer, she's like young and upcoming, and the fact that like she's on tour, world tour with Beyonce, via this album is great Um, it's like a three hour long show no supports no nothing and from what my friends have told me and what I've seen online it is just like
0: imagine supporting (laughs) Oh, you
4: could never you'd be so embarrassed I'd be so embarrassed especially after the production she's put on Mm. it just it's a celebration of queer joy and you see all these people going to the shows and people like dressing up in their like silver cowboy hats like looking gorge and She's literally like if when you walk into the stadium there's like a massive screen and it's got like you know when TVs, like old TVs were like in between channels, they'd have like the rainbow panel over them. Yeah. She's got that over the whole thing, but it's in the colours of the Pride Progress flag.
5: Aww. There's a
4: whole segment where it's just like a boring performance. Um she's literally said like this album is inspired by and is for <laughs> the queer community. Have you seen those
0: tweets that are like if she tries to do crazy in love. If Jay Z tries to get on that stage. If I even hear her, oh, oh
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving, fair dues. But to be fair, a couple of days ago, um, Kendrick Lamar just did a, a remix of her song America Has a Problem," and he is like girly pops in it. Like he's being, he's sassy with it, which I love to see. But yeah, segueing from this, I am gonna play a song from Renaissance. Uh, if you'll allow it, Sade's. I'll allow it. Um, The song I've chosen is Pure slash Honey. I think this song encapsulates what Renaissance is about. Um, As an album, it's a two-part song. The first part is an ode to ballroom, vogue, house music. And the second part of the song is like a 70s style disco tune. Um, This song is basically just Beyonce being like, I'm here with my girls. We are bad bitches. We look fucking stunning. I am so pure. You want a taste of my honey? Come try it. Um at any function party I will go to. It was Sadie's birthday on Saturday. And I was like, everyone move aside from the laptop. I'm queuing Beyonce. Um, And yeah, this song is a beautiful and genuine tribute to queer culture. And it's just, uh, Beyonce did the thing. And like, just go on, she's having so much fun on this tour. This is such a fun album, it's such a fun song. Um, please dance, because I will be. Uh, yeah, Pure Slash Honey by Beyonce. Uh,
6: uh, check my technique. Uh, uh, coming from my technique. You uh, wanna uh, feel my technique? Pure. Bad bitches to the left. Money bitches to the right. You can be both. Meet in the middle. Dance all night. Take it all off. Or just a little if you like. It's pure. It should cost a billion to look this good. Oh, yeah. But she make it look easy. Because she got it. Check my technique. You can find the one when the tempo good. Want to touch my technique. Four. Oh, uh, three. Too fucking busy. That's my technique, uh. That's my, that's my, that's my technique, uh. Bad bitch, so right and left cheek, uh. Ideas, my dear, that's my technique, uh. All my pretty worlds to the floor. Get your money, money, cutty, hunty. Don't be funny with my money, honey. Don't my girls look so yummy, yummy? All the boys want my honey from me. It should cost a billion to look that good. But she make it look easy, cause she got it. You can find the one when the tempo's good. Four, three, I'm too fucking busy. Check my technique. Uh, I see you, you too. Coming from my technique. Uh, Bossy bitch, Bisou. Right and left cheek, Uh, future. Renaissance, study my technique, Uh, all the pretty boys to the floor, Uh, get your money, 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 don't be funny with my money, honey, don't my girls look so yummy, yummy, all them boys want my honey for me, bye bitches to the left. Money, bitches, go, go, to I the right. You can be go, both. Meet in the middle. Dance all night. Take it all off, or just a little if you like. Earlier, it should cost a billion to look this. I see you want it, and you're coming for me. Don't leave
2: pleasure. Let's see, let's see, uh, if you give oh. us hand a squeeze, it a squeeze it's pretty hell will give you pleasure. Once you, you give me. me.
0: I went into like a trance because I obviously I love Beyonce like in, in the same way that people love God but I never really listened to Renaissance properly and then I just listened to that song and I was like wait she was so mother with this she literally snapped like Wow. The
4: legendary mother of the house of Renaissance.
0: I need to listen to that whole album properly. Thank you so much for choosing It's that just one. a
4: hot vibe the whole way through. That's like, so this hard. is going to be my summer playlist. It's going to be just Renaissance. My flatmate um, doesn't listen to like albums in full, he only listens to like sleigh songs. This is the only album that he will listen to in full. Happily.
0: I forgot like Curtis for a second. I forgot <laughs>
4: that
0: other people or <laughs> flatmates in this world. <laughs> Shabbat <laughs> Matt. I have other people in my life shout out matt
4: um it's time for
0: our favorite segment
4: well we give you really terrible unsolicited advice that you did two, technically ask two, for one agonizing,
0: agonizing aunties. aunties and this is just a reminder that if you go to the at fm bio on instagram in our link tree is the link to send in a completely anonymous question for us to give you advice on Um, and this week's question I think is a really interesting one yeah I'm
4: excited to shed some advice on this because I think it is an unspoken but fairly common issue
0: very interesting question and it is this again sent by the anonymous link
4: is a harmless crush slash attraction okay when you have a boyfriend it's never happened before until now but I still adore my boyfriend it's a weird feeling
0: what do we think about this?
4: I think, um, regardless of whether you're in a relationship or not, like, the expectation that once you get into a committed partnership, you are unable to find other people physically attractive is unrealistic and naive. I think that, you know, like, everyone's, you know, everyone finds celebrities fit. Everyone, like, walks past strangers on the street and thinks they're fit. me and
0: Kat exist. People interact with us. And they're they're in relationships, you know what I mean?
4: Like, they're going to find us hot, and I think this is a case of first of all like clocking that feeling
5: mm.
4: and second of all not acting on it because there's a difference between like a harmless crush and like feelings i think mm-hmm. i want to talk about emotional cheating like where like you don't yeah, cross that emotional cheating is such a
0: real thing and people justify it by being like but i didn't i didn't do
4: touch anything. though i didn't cross that physical boundary but like emotional cheating is so real in the terms of like if you find someone attractive and then continue to develop that like emotional connection to them which in my opinion is the foundation of a committed Mm -hmm. relationship then like what does that say first of all about your new relationship with this person and what does that compromise with your relationship with your partner
0: yeah it's complex because I think you can have a partner and love them and still find yourself feel like attracted to other people but the responsibility you have in a monogamous relationship is not to I guess if you recognise in yourself that you have a crush on someone, that's so fine, that's so harmless, it's something that happens, but I guess your responsibility is not to like nurture that. And explore it, yeah. But you have to set that boundary, which is hard because you can't exactly like say to this person, Hey, I have to set a boundary with you because I've got a boyfriend and I've got a crush, crush on, on you, yeah. You have to be responsible for setting
4: that boundary on your own, which is hard. For sure. And I think I think it's... If you're experiencing this, I think the way to kind of acknowledge it is to look at this person, if you're having feelings for them, um, and be like, what do my feelings for this person say about what is potentially lacking in my current relationship? Mm. Like, what do I desire in this person that necessarily isn't being fulfilled to me right now?
0: And it's also okay if the answer is like, nothing. I just think they're cute. Because that's also just the thing that happens and you can love someone so much and it sounds like you do anonymous listener but you can't help meeting people and having connections to them also I think it's like so important not to feel guilty about things like that because that doesn't help anyone everyone's got a human brain
4: yeah I think if it's just like a harmless physical crush you think someone's cute I don't know, some people would say the answer is to like, never speak to this person again, cut them out of your life because they're going to ruin you. But that's
0: sad because it's also
4: like, you know... We're allowed sexy friends.
0: It's from the perspective of that person, if you were to cut them off, would it be like for them, I made a new friend and it seemed like we really clicked and then they've just cut me out? Because maybe then in that situation then it is appropriate to be like, this is the reason I'm cutting you out of my life, it's because you're dead fit.
4: Because you're dead fit mate. Love Can, I Can I pull you for a chat? Look, I know I'm in a couple with so and so, but like, I feel like. But my eggs in there. I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Like, I feel like, you know, I really, I really, I'm really fancier, like. I'm really fancier. I like that you're doing the hair as well, even though. You've
0: <laughs> <to us. laughs> got like my sunglasses really, on. It's very
4: muggy. I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. It's very muggy and what? I like. I like her. King crew went on Love Island. I like. Yeah, I really I like, you like you. Really
0: like-a. like. But yeah. The way this question ends is—it's a weird feeling. Of course, and it I is. Think that's okay. A lot of feelings are weird, like um, needing a wee, and stubbing your toe, and going on a roller coaster, and like trying a new food and like this is a segment of the show where I just listen. List weird feelings, feelings. <laughs> weird but the feelings. point of that list was that like some of them are good some of them are bad and some of them are just objectively
4: feelings that happen
0: and that's life and you just yeah. have to embrace all of them and
4: I think you know it's you know by the sound of things you're not like contemplating ending your relationship over this crush and I think what anonymous listener you have to do is kind of allow yourself to have a crush, like there's no chance. Like you're not gonna watch Bridgerton and be like, oh my god, I'm not allowed to find sexy King George sexy because he just is. And it doesn't mean you like so your what boyfriend King any less. just
0: Kingsman in Princess Charlotte. To be honest with you, the issue
4: is when that physical attraction either you cross that physical boundary, which is just like objectively bad, or if you start like kind of mm. seeking out, getting to this person with ulterior motives of getting into like that kind of emotional entanglement with them
0: because to be fair I guess the reason like having a crush is fun when oh, it's so you have fun. a crush and you're like oh like what's gonna happen but having a crush isn't fun when you have a crush and a Objectively, nothing can happen. Yeah. Then it's just horrible. It's the worst feeling. And like relationship or not, we've all been in that situation where it's like you've got a crush that's never gonna end well. (sighs) Yeah.
4: Then it's like
0: all the crush feelings are that the fun bit.
4: And the the anticipation, the anticipation, and then the anticipation that leads nowhere. And that's where I think if you let that kind of like giggly anticipation feeling kind of build up too much, um, there is like that ability for it to kind of taint your current relationship.
0: Because mm, if you if you are living in a place where you're anticipating something all the time,
4: what's gonna something's happen? gonna
0: happen or you're gonna be bitterly disappointed.
4: So I think let yourself fancy someone, you're allowed to look at someone and be like, oh god yeah I totally wish yeah you're your proper fit like. Oh my god do you think this is about us?
0: <laughs> I bet this is about us.
4: This is so about us. Oh my god guys <laughs> mean it like ugh, being I'm your boyfriend up. <laughs> I'm but like let yourself I have. Like gr-
0: <laughs> to our radio
4: we know we've got faces for radio. I know our How voices. Don't really do let you listen
0: to Femme Femme. <laughs> Like honestly, darling, I'm just trying to ask you on it. Like, where's someone my heart get me out still? of this
4: room. I'm intimidated and scared. <laughs> Please help. Oh my gosh. Yeah, crushes are totally fine. Um, maybe you know if it's something that is kind of getting you down to a higher extent maybe bring it up with your partner not in a way that's like I have a crush on someone else but being like oh kind of bringing up the topic of because I think if you're feeling guilty maybe there's an expectation on you where like you feel like you're not allowed to be physically attracted to other people in like a that's so
0: true you can bring these things up when you're in a relationship yeah like
4: it's a it's a normal conversation to have like Mm. Of course you're going to find other people attractive But as long as you're being open and honest not by like saying like Oh yeah, there's this person I work with Who I see all the time And I really get on with And I fancy him And I'm going to leave you for him Do you know what I mean? Mm. But if, if it's a case of like Even just like Bonding over a fit celebrity I don't know Like Talking about like, celebrity crushes And it's having so that nice allow to be attractive to
0: other people And I'm sure your partner Has actually experienced this too And it doesn't mean that you love each other any less
4: Absolutely. should we just
0: recommend like oh or like try polyamory
4: Uh, maybe for real if if you're kind of craving something more in your relationship maybe talk to your partner about not necessarily saying i have a crush on someone and this means you're doing something lacking maybe be like maybe you could do this more like if you see a quality in this person like they are i don't know more complimentary of you or they are i don't know they have a quality in them that you kind of wish your partner would treat you more towards. Not saying, like, a mm. fundamental personality trait. you know what you trait. should
0: do? You should just hang out with your boyfriend, but just invite your crush over, like, all the time. Like, for dinners, for dates, like... Maybe they can maybe learn from each to, other. to, like, sleep in your bed in the middle. Um, more the merrier. Probably I would even, like, try an experiment with role play where you just get your boyfriend to, like, pretend to be that person, call them by their name... That sounds, super like, <laughs> that sounds super
4: healthy. <laughs> put, put a paper bag over your head and draw a smiley face with their name over it. Mm. And that'll get you over it because then you're basically fulfilling your need <laughs> of showing them.
0: Yeah. God, I give good relationships. We are with so various. good. This it's... is why I can really tie people
4: we down. We should be therapists. <laughs> oh my God. Summary Let yourself have crushes. T
0: L D R.
4: Too long didn't read.
0: A I T A. What does that mean? Am I the asshole?
4: I text oh. you- you don't
0: know what that means? I text you like every day saying cat AITA and then I just tell you something I've done I thought you were just
4: going AITA! AITA!
0: Are you kidding? I literally AITA you no, would all I'm gonna search the time. on messages If you- oh god, oh god I'm actually quite scared
4: AITA
0: Cause I feel like I text oh. like all the time
4: being like You do, you say it all the time <laughs> Yeah But like- I, Pause for- Oh my God. (laughs)
7: Literally.
0: Like, cat.
7: AITA about bleep stuff. Ugh. Cat. AITA, bleep has not answered my messages and I'm really annoyed (laughs) because... Cat. AITA, but I think it's weird that they did that (laughs) at bleep. (laughs) I AITA you all the
0: time. It's really bad. Like I
7: get
4: contextual cues, so I kind of know what you mean. (laughs) You thought this whole time I'd be like, uh... Like, this is just proof I've Here's
0: a situation that's happened. Aita. <laughs> <What are laughs> I thought you were just making pink pong
4: noises. I know you're a big fan. That's so funny. Okay. I can't yeah. literally TLDRs me, to be fair. TLDR, um, let yourself have crushes. It's totally normal. Maybe speak to your partner about. Having crushes on other people or like the physical attractions—if that's something that you feel you're not allowed to do, quote unquote—and don't get into an emotional entanglement with them. Clock yourself. Mm. And say, it sounds yep, like you have. I find this person attractive. I still love my partner. Um, we can deal with this. Aita. You're not the asshole. Okay. Aita. Good. Oh my god. Should we um, have I a little bit
0: like that? Was pretty good advice. That
4: was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Nice job. <clears> throat> Call throat> us the Cat the, the, uh, the and Sade's relationship therapy
0: firm I can I some <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> whilst Kat does that I'm going to read my last tweet that I did because I can't tell if it's a good tweet I said I love when people have takes on fiction that are like Gale is the real villain of the Hunger Games because the real world translation is literally like my ex is the real villain of the Russia Ukraine conflict. Do you feel like that makes sense? No. Because I'm like <laughs> right. I saw someone tweet something like Gale is the real villain of the
4: Hunger That's Games. Obvious.
0: But like, no, because the Hunger Games is about an oppressive. Oh true, yeah, Gale's only like woman 18. who's like
4: He's Trying to
0: oppress all of its citizens citizens, yeah. citizens violently. And Gail is like someone that has a crush on the main character. And that is literally like saying, My ex is the real villain of the Russia Ukraine conflict mm-hmm. because like well they're not even really involved. They're just there and they're like like they're toxic but like that's not the point.
4: Yeah, okay. I, I, know, I guess Gail is kind of single handedly involved in Well, he's involved with like I, said, I guess it does make sense, but like in a Yeah. I
0: think I'm like my this is the new segment of
4: the show called Sadie Reads Her Tweets. Follow me on Twitter at Sadie Maybe Not. I think that makes sense
0: but I'm just worried that it's too big rain
4: Hey if you tweet it I'll like it and all the listeners will like it won't you guys Where you
0: tweet I will follow That's for the Girl and Girls fans out there
4: Anyway next song Music! It's uh, one of your picks but like kind of one of my picks Oh it
0: is so it is one of my picks but it's absolutely a recommendation from Kat And it is Very also someone
4: I saw live us. a couple months ago yeah, so, so it like, kind of leans in with everything.
0: But um, yeah, Kat was seeing her live recently and I was like, oh, like, recommend me one of her songs. And I just absolutely adore it. I've this been song. saying you, this is
4: so you vibes. It's so goofy. It's so silly, cheeky, fun electronic music. It's just
0: weird. Just straight up weird. So weird. It's called Lice Off and it's a song called Lice Off. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <tired>. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, book on text, what time is it now? It's 25, uh, 25 past 11. 11. I've got work in the morning. I'm getting straight onto a train. And I have brunch. (laughs) (laughs) And I have brunch. (laughs) (laughs) I have brunch, guys. It's really hard being me. Do you know know what I mean? Like, I provide for this family. I've got work in the morning. Yeah, she
4: provides that I can have brunch. It's called Lysoph, and it's
0: a song called Off. yeah. It's by an artist called Marina Herlop, and it's from her... I need to 2022. You album. This paper doing so well. <laughs> Called Preepia and I just labelled it snail because the album cover oh, is really cool. It's like a and metallic like, snail lady. It's like a metallic girly pop's little snaily girl, and, and I the love music is—it is, it
4: sounds like the metallic snail made it.
0: Um, I saw a really interesting description of Marina herlop when I was researching her earlier, and it described her as. A lingering remnant of her classical training. Yes, and I think that is such a bang on yes. description of the song because you can tell she's classically trained. She
4: had um, at the tour she had this like because basically there was a bunch of musicians, um, and then she had this little like electronic sample board, mm. and then for half the song she used that, and then for half the song she moved to this like massive fuck off grand piano, which I think is so cool because she's like superly superly yeah superly talented in both. It. Both aspects, mm. but it's gorgeous hearing someone like her play a big, massive grand piano. It's a very deliberate
0: pull away from classical music. Like there's a real deliberate trickery in the way that she sings.
4: Yes, absolutely. Where it's like, where's it
0: coming from? What's she doing? What's this technique? Apparently, her technique is inspired by Carnatic music of South India. She's Spanish. Um, she's Catalan. But it's interesting because she's classically trained in a Western sense and her music is really trying to stray away from that. And you can definitely tell. I think it's even just that she doesn't attempt to have some kind of standardized, Westernized accent in no, her music. No, there's like,
4: no um, link between like chorus, verse, bridge, melody. It's all super percussive. Mm. It's all, it's something you would never hear on like Western radio.
0: And this song especially is so like high and haunting. It's also, what is she singing about? I've got no idea. I literally went on genius.com and half the lyrics were just genius.com bracket question mark. That's how I feel about this song, but it's so good. So here is Lies and it's a song called Lies by Marina (laughs) (laughs) Herlock.
8: Freak is on a die Freak is on a I was there to tell the story for For Once I even dared to fly away Deal can expire And the blue was the I'm broken
3: Out. I sound
0: like a like leprechaun cartoon when I try to
4: sing it. of <laughs> 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 <Frick> on <laughs> Such a good song. It's very very slay. <laughs> what are we doing now? We're you talking about flops.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah, so we didn't actually have a lot of like ideas for flops of the week. We we just just we're just so positive.
4: Posi-, um, posi nihilism. Mm, Which we learned posi- last nihilism, episode. Nothing matters. Um, But I think this is something this is kind of like um, a half flop in the way of like We're not gonna. This is this is a bad prefix It's not gonna sound very good here at FMFM. The last thing we want to do is take down a woman, right? However in recent what are you making that face (laughs) out? You spat! (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you just so you just went silent, pulled a face on her phone, then spat at it. By <laughs> Do you want to know why? It's gonna be a
0: massive segue. Please. I was like, I think I wrote a list of flops in my phone. Yeah. So I typed flop into my notepad <laughs>
4: and I found this. Which is.
0: It- <laughs> Do you want me to read out? It's a bit long.
4: Yes. Microphone
0: close, please. Do it in um, ASMR style. Right. Context: I've had the same iCloud account for a really long time.
7: 22nd of April, 2017, at 11 o'clock. I'm just going to read what it AM says word for word. PM, P.M. three o'clock. I don't even remember writing this WTF. There's this guy, and he has no arms. But he's trying to convince everyone that he has arms. So he has fake arms, but he doesn't actually have control over his arms, so they just flop. That's why it came ah, out. See. Flop around limply by his side. He doesn't do things that involve moving your arms. Otherwise people would know that he doesn't have arms his friends ask him to give him a hug but he can't because he can't move his arms so he just pretends he doesn't want to hug his friend and he leaves and his friend thinks he's a total dick but then he goes home and cries about it but he can't wipe away his tears because he has no arms he gets a different person to come and dress him every day but then he has to kill them brackets by kicking so that they don't spread the (laughs) word about his lack of arms his parents had their arms ripped off when he was a kid and they died so he ripped his arms off and vowed to go after his parents killer. i think this is Batman inspired. Then he got a letter telling him he was invited to a magical boarding school. <laughs> he has to go and flirt with strangers in cafes at lunchtimes in an attempt to get them to do that thing where you feed the other person. <laughs> <It's actually just laughs> cause he <has> <laughs> He's called Andy because it sounds like handy. It's actually less of a TV show. Didn't even say it was a TV show. It's actually less of a TV show and more of a twenty four seven live. Oh, it's a concept. That you can watch. It must be. You can watch online all the time, every day. TV Scene. He's walking down a dark street his fake arms fall to the floor he stands there still then suddenly from his sides real arms break <gasps> through from inside his jacket oh my god he picks the fake arms up from the floor and puts them into the bin he had real arms all along he walks away brackets swinging his arms as he goes question mark Fake to black that was
4: beautiful
0: <laughs> i read that when i was 15 <laughs> L- your P-S.
4: mind is a palace, Sadie. I'd love to spend five minutes in there. Oh, I'd watch
0: that. You don't. I've got. I've spent so many minutes in there. But so that was my flop of the week. Your turn.
4: Um. Oh God. I don't even know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bit but Basically, the point. The point we make is there's rumours going around the rumour mill. Oh, yeah. Um. that Taylor Swift uh, is dating Matt Healy. <laughs> Now, I can't
0: think about Matty Healy without genuinely shuddering. Me. Shuddering. It blows my mind that people think of him as a sex symbol. He looks like such a
4: was like, like, I hate him, I hate him. And the issue I have isn't the fact that they like have found love, etc, etc. No, chances are this is probably a PR project illustrated and orchestrated by their management.
0: Especially because she's just gone through a breakup. A breakup.
4: But uh, my issue here is the way that this doesn't align with kind of Taylor Swift's feminism and also has highlighted kind of issues with Taylor Swift's brand of feminism Um, she spoke um, like a couple years ago Ginny and Georgia the TV show kind of made a joke being like you go through more men than Taylor Swift and she like quote tweeted it being like this is archaic like why are we making jokes about this tearing down women and Whatever year it was, um, which I think is very valid, but it's the way that she's now dating a man who said he gets off to porn of women being beaten. He's done a Nazi salute mm. very recently, like in the past couple of weeks. He's been making fun of Ice Spice and specifically Ice Spice's race. Mm. Like this man is just so objectively questionable, controversial.
0: I mean, I don't trust any brand of white feminism where it's like you can't take a Taylor Swift joke, but you can. Like, comp- it's literally giving, like, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. P- period.
4: Like, she's giving Britta. But-, but if you're so girl power, if you're so this, that, then. I don't know She literally has a lyric Apparently that says I don't listen to her music I'm not personally a fan She has a lyric that says You are what you love You are who you love
0: Because to be clear We're not getting on here To slander Taylor Swift Because I do Like I'm not a fan of her music either But I can appreciate Respect, That she's yeah. an amazing artist Who's had an
4: amazing career And has had a lot of shit From the media and Specifically yeah. about her dating history it's, I don't want to come here things. And slander her even more about that
0: You don't want to slander her In the sense that Like I am so so, Like, I so despise the way that the media's treated her, and that it's like she's so trivial. Teen girls like her, all she does is sing about breakups No, she's a great artist and a great songwriter, but she is a bit jarring still. You can be both, like, yeah, at the end of the it's day, it's not for me,
4: babe. It's not for me. You do you but please don't do my Healy. Oh my God. It's just so gross. Like this, really. I will
0: come on here and slander Matt, this Matt Healy. This is more
4: of like a plea for help. Like Taylor, if you're being held hostage here, like send us a DM. You can do it on Agonizing Aunties. We'll know it's you. Like we'll free you from this horrible man.
0: Cause it's like, he's not nice. Like there's so like, everything you just listed about him. He's not nice. I think he's a cunt. Like an he's cunt. He's also like a little bit repulsive. Like he <laughs> looks like you'd be on a night out and you wouldn't even be somewhere nice. And he'd come up to you and his breath would break and he'd be like, hey you got to lie, and you're not your even Rizzler. And you'd be like, why don't you have your own Rizzler? Like you're like, what, 40? Like that's how I feel about Matt Healy. He looks like he smells.
4: And he, like, he thinks he's hot shit, which is kind of... We say that when we talk about how hot we are all the time. But, like, he's a white man. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll say this. We're hotter than Matt Healy.
4: Oh, easily. My left fucking toe is hotter than Matt Healy. Do you know what I mean? The thing is,
0: I'm not someone that's ever been into the 90s... Like, Me neither.
4: 1975. Me neither. I don't listen to their music really actively. There are some pretty good songs, but, like...
0: I know one of them is, um... um no no no, no, no like Yeah. Again, that's literally all I know. Nice, good but song. Saying, no, that's the kooks. Here we <laughs> are yeah. all
4: that's, all that's a good really song. good song.
0: But I know you could have done.
4: But way. yeah, here's the thing um, the main pull out is um, if you're dating someone that questionable, I don't know, maybe look at yourself in the mirror and see what this is about mm-hmm. you. you know?
0: I think this is like ultimately like the flop of the week is something that's such a universal flop among. So many of us that I'm sure we can all relate to in some way, which is like We've
4: all dated men who with questionable beliefs.
0: Yeah, or it's like we all know people where it's like you're nice, but your boyfriend is a prick. I dated a
4: Tory Saints.
0: Did you? Who? it.
4: Um guy in lockdown, my housemate. You, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Questionable time for me. I okay. it's like that
0: is such a universal like womanhood experience where it's like your mate comes to the motive with her boyfriend and he's a prick. And you're like, you're nice, but he's a prick. And it is going to affect my opinion of you. Because sometimes it's like, I'll meet someone whose boyfriend is actually, like, a racist, homophobic, transphobic piece of shit. And she'll be lovely.
4: Like, girls. Girls, we're better than this, okay?
0: But also, like, we're better than this. But...
4: You can break
0: free. We're not better than this. In that if that's someone that you're going to date, then you are not better than that. Like you can't say like, oh like yeah, he's a bit I mean I don't agree with him because you're back in it. You're dating him and you're not making an effort to have these conversations. It's a flop. I think we've got another song coming up to Oh only we do it's so slow.
4: It's so slow. You're going to enroll with this one aren't you?
0: Yeah I I'm I'm only heard the first two seconds of the song and I was so intrigued that I was like, I'm gonna wait for Kat to tell me about this. This is probably. a
4: pre-rogue pick. Um I fucking am obsessed with this artist. Um, I picked a song um, by Sia Gray, uh, who is a Canadian-Japanese artist based in Toronto. Um, the song I've chosen is called If There's No Sea in the Sky, open bracket, will you forgive me, close bracket. Um, this is from her album from last year called 19 Masters. And this is one of the fucking coolest and most unique albums I heard last Are year. And there
0: 19 Masters on it?
4: Uh, yes there are ah, um, yeah. And there's kind of like a fun reason for the name This album, if I Described it in three words One of them is a double barrel I would say messy, disjointed And deeply personal, right? Um,
0: that Why would you If you were going for three words Why would you not just say messy, disjointed and personal?
4: Because it's deeply personal <laughs> 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 Deeply hyphen saying,
0: like, It was such an easy way to fulfil your own Brief there
4: this is an album that details a messy self-destructive relationship um and the reason it's called 19 masters like you'll listen to it the kind of songwriting vibe from her is quite like i said disjointed um emotional kind of very big highs and lows um this album she spoke about her songwriting process and she said that she like blacks out and goes from the concept to a finished song within the hour Wow. So it sounds oh like super raw and super like, um, not like unfinished. I don't want to, it sounds like I'm really insulting the album. I think this music is some of the most incredible, unique, and honest music I've heard in a long time. Um, this is the first single from this album, and I have um, some quotes from her about it. Um, the song kind of centres around musically false starts counts of eight and repetitions and she explained that she felt it was important to begin with a song that's about the end of a cycle since it was written in a time of transition extreme confusion and escapism and the kind of cycling um the theme of cycles is like a main motive to the album. Nineteen Masters, it shows that they're kind of unfinished projects. and um, the number nineteen representing the beginning of ending of a cycle from one to nine. Mm. Um she said about this song, um, that she was struggling with having relationships, being back and forth all the time. There's no grounding, and that's what the song is about. Constant movement, internal struggles and depression really. And I
0: think well, this album sounds really good. This song is like
4: Um so like Big and massive, but also quite stripped and bare. Um, she uses a lot of like percussive um, plucked guitar. How would um, you
0: describe her genre-wise?
4: I'd say like experimental pop. She also has an incredible voice. Um, it's just a really impressive project, and I think some people have described it as like too personal or like too um, like deep you kind of try and personal. try and figure out what she's saying. But like considering her songwriting process of just kind of going for it. I think it's a real. <clears throat> First of all, I think it's very brave to put something like this out there. Like this is a real insight into directly how her mind is. It's mm. basically a stream of consciousness.
0: Also, how cool to be like, yeah, I just blacked out. And she's been
4: playing done. music since wow. she was basically born. Like um, her dad was a musician. She like learned piano at thirteen. Um, she's worked for a lot of other musicians and I think this is her first solo album Mm. Um, basically her first solo project and it's one of the most impressive things I've ever heard
0: I'm so excited to Um, hear this the
4: music is so raw and open and big and emotive like it's kind of when you're listening to it you kind of feel like should I tune out? like she's so loud and honest with her emotions I keep saying these words but you kind of get what I mean when you listen to it you'll kind of feel that frustration from her. And yeah, this is a really great song from a really incredible concept album. Um, yeah, this is If There's No Seat in the Sky, Will You Forgive Me by Sia Gray.
0: That was so fucking good. It's <laughs> so good. The whole album I'm is gonna like this. i repeat. What a
4: good Like half the hit. song's like a minute and a half long. Um, I'm going to. F- um, I'll send you. This is you for You know Sadie. when you just
0: hear a song for the first time and it really hits? It's I just unique, that. right? I really liked that song. It was so good.
4: I found it. She was in a list. Because at the end of the year, I was super interested in like what kind of music publications were ranking as the best ofs. And I forgot, I'd never heard of this album or seen it on any end of year lists. And I forgot which publication, but a publication, I think it was like the Independent or the Telegraph, mm. put this as like number nine on their top 10 albums of the year. Really? And I was like, girl, what is this? Like she's super young, I've never heard of her before. It's a debut album. And they were just like, this is so fresh Incredible. and new. We can't right, not put so this in. Wow. Like
0: an hour. Wow. Amazing.
4: Amazing, like I'm so it's impressed by her and live um, radio. <laughs> that
0: really beautiful piece of art <laughs> born a really shy piece of art. Right. Because me and Kat we had a segment planned for this week which we due I to for- practical I issues forgot the thing.
4: Kat forgot the, forgot the thing. Forgot the thing. Um, You'll see so this next, it next time. Week.
0: But then we were racking our brains, and bear in mind, we're just so deliriously tired. Kat's got brunch in the morning. Do you know what I mean? How do you expect
4: me to bring the thing when I've brunch?
0: We were like, what's the bit that we could do instead? And then I was like, something about a random word generator. And then we went on a whole tangent. But then we've come up with, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a live radio play for you.
4: Did you all ever watch Victorious? Um, because I remember like the first episode they did this thing where they had to do an improv scene using letters of the alphabet So what me and Sadie are going to do is go on random prompt to type an improv prompt I think just to make sure it's like not just like <laughs> Random improv We're going to go on
0: improv prompt generator Yeah, and then
4: do a scene where each of us the beginning of our sentence must start with the following layer of the alphabet I actually might need to pull up the alphabet on my phone Cat, cat. I knew you were gonna say
0: that. So. If- <laughs> <laughs> Can you see how I ran out of space for Y instead of the i I'm obsessed with you.
4: I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> I okay. I knew that
0: you were gonna say I'm that. I'm gonna do a
4: little mark next time we use them. Okay.
0: This is the story prompt that we've been given. Cat's gonna start with A, and then I'll continue with B until we get to Z. Z, if
7: you're nasty. Look, there's a tiger in the neighbor's yard. A. Ah! There's a tiger in the neighbor's yard baby calm down i love tigers can't
9: you see that it's literally eating the plants
7: dude i love my oh no the plants
9: every single plant has been ravaged by this tiger
7: fuck (laughs) (laughs) okay um let's do it i'm so turned on by the tiger
9: god what are we going to tell the neighbors when we go into their yard with the tiger to have sex
7: (laughs) hey want to join swinging a clock
9: I think the neighbours will love this, but I think we should sort out the beastly
7: tiger first. Jarring. Why are you being so jarring? Do you want to just calm down? You're being so jarring right now. Kill yourself, but kill the tiger first! <laughs> Lol. I actually just have to take a second to laugh at how unreasonable you're being. Lo- lo- laughing out loud right now, low.
9: My love, there is nothing I want more than to ravage you the way this tiger has ravaged John and Amy's petunias, but,
7: but it's coming towards us! Nigel is also there, the neighbour's child. Oh my god, it's gonna go for him first, he's only little.
9: Older than you though! <laughs> 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 That's it! <laughs> uh, Lise. I'm twelve and a half! Quite strange how we saw the tiger as two 12 and a half year old children and thought, let's make this weird.
7: Really strange how we're married, and actually quite a sad indictment of the system that we're living in.
9: Society is a thing we live in. Too true. <laughs> Very sad. The garden is completely ruined now.
7: just read Did you just read a U as a, a V? <gasps>
9: well, they look the same. They look the same.
7: This guy doesn't know the alphabet. Uh oh, the tiger's gone now. It's coming back! <laughs> Violins! It's my music that lured him back. Why would you do that? For fuck's sake, how do I get, oh, X! <sighs> X-ray, I've got some news. You good? Zelda, wanna play? Let's forget what this. And, <laughs> and scene!
4: scene. <laughs> that was quite disturbing. Two 12 year olds see the neighbours' tiger think they should do it. <laughs> wanna swing with their neighbours. <laughs> that was messed up. I think we should get help for that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I enjoyed that. I, th- I think. The worst thing about that was learning that cat does not know what comes after a T. The and V her. and the
4: U. I might take a picture of those. They look the same. It's not the
0: point. Just you should of the know alphabet. what comes no. in the alphabet.
4: Hey. Okay. You're,
0: if you think the U and the V look the same, you're gonna lose your mind when you
4: see a W. Like, that's just two. That's a U and a V next to each other. Exactly. It should be called UV. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the letter. So um, if you enjoyed that
0: segment, which I'm sure you didn't, let us know, <laughs> we might bring it back. I loved it. And next up, we've got a fun little ditty.
4: Oh, this is so Set fun. Set the
0: mood before our classic of
4: the week. Yeah, please, we're going to play this I'm to distract like this you song. from that. This is so It's slow. also,
0: as long-time listeners of the show or anyone that's even met me even once will know, I'm from South London.
4: What? And
0: I, No, I know. Don't. I, I like to be
4: lucky about it. Yeah, very lucky. Um, very chill.
0: And I like to do a South London pick of the week. And I'm especially excited about this one because this is an artist I always wanted to play when we did Femme Femme as a radio show. But we could not get any song of hers past the senses. No, this
4: is a really good opportunity for us.
0: So this is a 2019 single of Shy Girls
4: called Uckers.
0: I had to explain to Kat today what Uckers meant because she's just not from south like that i'm from
4: rural south leicestershire what do you expect me to do i'm from rural south london
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was like cat are you telling me you don't know what uckers mean are you telling me that when you were on snapchat as a teenager no one was like oh uck queen just gave uck to bear guys she was giving slop talk.
4: unfortunately that was not a prominent feature <clears throat> of my childhood
0: and then I, I googled uckers to show cat and it came up with a really formal explanation that really
4: made me go. Oh, it's funny. I want you to read it in like Susie Dent's voice so she's explaining it on um, Countdown.
7: Uck is multicultural London English slang for oral sex, brackets, likely from suck or fuck or an imitation of the sound, close bracket. Oh. And badders is London slang for a person who is sexually experienced.
0: Which brings us to shy girl. Shy girl is just like, the slayest artist in the UK right now, big pussy music, like she's such a strange mixture of so chill and so slay and her music lives at the intersection of like dance and industrial hip-hop and even like verges onto grime but is also like hyper pop club music. It's it's actually really interesting genre wise because she kind of does a bit of everything. And she will also just say the most absolutely revolting, heinous shit in all of her songs. that she says it in such but a But she's so voice. chill, she gets away with it. And in 2022, last year, she released Nymph, her first solo album. I would absolutely check it out. Shy Girl is so cool. And this song is literally called Uckers. It's not about anything apart from like literally giving up and her being sexy. And it's
4: just, it's just kind of underpinned by screaming.
0: I love it because there's so much like screaming and moaning in it, but the actual beat is just like.
4: Pretty chill, it's pretty low key. It's... She's so with it, she's coy. <sighs> shy Girl, man. Love of my. Banger, two. Here is
0: Uckers by Shy Girl. kai said this that she was a lovely part and made my birthday so nice she got me some really cool presents including um a just a dead cockroach encased in case glass it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound great but it's like exactly what i needed um oh no she's coming back um and anyway like she's such a bitch honestly like you guys don't even know half the shit I put up with. Hey,
4: what it's we talking about, guys. Oh, oh no oh it was a leak. Who knew <laughs> Missed you.
0: Also guys, how rude of me, like I didn't even ask. How are you? Shh, shh. they're talking. Oh, sorry, sorry, it's my bad. Oh really?
4: Mmm. Mm. Real. Mmm.
0: No, tell me more. Fuck uh, off!
4: Right. Nah. Oh. Interesting perspective.
0: Right, I'm gonna stop
4: you there because we do have a, we have a show to record.
0: To. What's our classic of the week
4: this week, Kat? Oh my god, it's a good one. Um we are playing one of the greatest songs of all time. We're playing Groovers in the Heart by oh D-Light. This song, it's a shame because this um was kinda of like a one-hit wonder for them. Mm, but it was think of a
0: otherwise. massive
4: hit. It was released in August nineteen ninety and it defined the summer. Um, it's now widely considered as like a classic of the disco genre Mm. Um, its legacy is huge like everyone you hear that first like bass note and you know what song's happening and the little whistle the iconic whistle uh, it's so good but I want to take a moment to shout out the lead singer of D-Light Lady Miss Keir who is um, Talk Valentina an ally she supports like massive um, she's like sorry she's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a sorry, she's like, yeah. yeah. She's a a massive social environmental and human rights advocate. She's like a huge uh, advocate for queer rights. She's also massively active in uh, advocating for abortion rights, also environmental rights and like the ozone falling apart and mm, shit. Her she's is in her heart. An advocate for the anti-war movement. Um she is Literally Do you know what Kat said to me
0: earlier when she was talking to me about her though Because she sounds great But you described her and you were like Yeah she's like (laughs)
4: anti-movement (laughs) Anti-movement Stay the fuck still (laughs) Just stay stay still Like calm down (laughs) But yeah this song honestly needs no introduction But before we play it We just want to say a massive thank you again For tuning in and listening Um, We'll obviously plug the Instagram At fem.fm all of our playlists, episodes, links will be there, if you have any agonies, get them through there. Get onto
0: our link tree. it's got the link to our Spotify, which you've obviously found if you're hearing this right now. Alternatively, you can listen to us on the RSS feed website, which if, you're is not a user. if you're not a Spotify user. The anonymous link to our agonising aunties Q&A is also on there. If you don't fancy being anonymous, or you do fancy being anonymous but you can't be asked to do the link, just chuck us a message. If you have anything to chat about, just chuck us a message, we're like always on our phones. We will
4: literally just, we love you guys. You know, our fans, keep us humble. Send us a voice note. (laughs) Please, tell us about your day. Actually no, challenge. We went back to like five minutes ago and when we had that little gap, we want you to send a voice note. To us on the Instagram, yes, telling us about I how we're doing. That.
0: We'll play it on the show if anyone does. <laughs>
4: <like>. <laughs> yeah, only if you want us to. But so yeah. That is
0: at fam. fm on Instagram.
4: Show but yeah, us some love. Sign my loves. It's been a blast.
0: Um, also, for our classic of the week, does anyone else think automatically of Just Dance on the Wii when they hear the song? Because I always think of doing grooves and that yeah. as a song. My yeah. On the
4: my sister will completely yeah. agree. It's such a good song. Let's get our disco on. Um, we love you and so much. Time to go to bed i has got oh. brunch in the morning. I've got brutal places to be. Here is Grooving the Heart by D-Light. Bye. Fun. 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 Dig. The chills that you spill up my back Keep me
10: filled with
3: satisfaction Of what's to come, I couldn't ask for another. No, I couldn't ask for another.
6: Your groove, I do deeply dig. No walls, only the bridge. My supper dish, my crick-a-tash with.